Hello, everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of the Devoted Life podcast. We're so happy that you're here. I'm your host, Tracy, here with my co-host, Stephen. And we're just going to share our stories and experiences with you all about what it looks like and what it means to live a laid down life for the Lord. And in this episode, we're going to talk about really, firstly, the inspiration for starting this podcast in the first place. And then we're going to go into where we are now and kind of give you guys a little backstory about that. So, so our inspiration for starting this podcast was, um, it's maybe been maybe a month ago now. Uh, I felt just like the Lord put that on my heart and talked to my husband about it. And we really didn't, it didn't really go any further than that. I was like, Oh, that sounds like a, an interesting idea or whatever. And then we just kind of didn't discuss it. And it just, that was that. But I think maybe a week and a half ago, my husband um, called me on his lunch break at work. And he said, do you remember when you brought up the thing about the podcast? And it's like, yeah. And he said, well, I've really been thinking about that a lot this last week. He was like, it's just been really on my mind strongly. And I'm a really, I'm a feeler in the spirit and with, you know, things that the Lord puts on my heart, I feel things. Steven's not like that. He's very mind led, like with his brain. And yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> and so the fact that he was telling me, like he it was just on his mind, um, that's really rare for him. That doesn't, I mean, if that happens with him, that's pretty significant. So we felt, okay, that that's some, there's something there. And, and we feel like that's just, you know, the Lord really kind of, you know, tapping, tapping our shoulder to really, you know, start this. So here we are, <laughs> the debut episode. Um, and um, so where we currently are right now, we're actually in Texas, but we're not from Texas. We're actually from Washington state. And that that's going to be kind of what we talk about today is uh, how we ended up in Texas and what that journey has been for us. And um, so we'll give you a bit of the backstory about that. But uh, um, I don't know. Do you want to maybe start? A, okay. He, 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 okay. He'll, he'll jump in. I'll start. I'll interject when I need to. <laughs> And in case y'all don't know, I'm the talker. Yeah. He's not, so I'll probably be talking and on most of these, and he'll 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 give his his my two his, cents. His, <laughs> my two cents. Yes. So, really, this story. Hmm. I guess the story was started back almost a year ago now. It would have been the end of August of last year. Um, we were part of a really incredible church and really just really on fire for God and, and still are all the people that we know 
disconnected from that church or are still living just total laid down lives and are amazing people. Um, but what had happened is our pastors felt the Lord uh, speak to them about laying their church down to come to Texas and submit to a uh, program here for, for learning um, spiritual leadership and things like that. And this was, I mean, months in them, in them, you know, in them just kind of wrestling with this, you know, and then they told, started to tell key people. um, And obviously the whole church uh, in the summer, like maybe I think July ish. Um, So that was obviously uh, a surprise. And, but we, had so much respect for that decision. And it's so rare to see people that, that are that example that live led of the Lord like that. And, um, and, and even, you know, amidst how hard that was and you don't, you know, want to say goodbye to everyone and, 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 you know, um, but you ultimately it's, it's not, you know, your will, it's the Lord's will for your life. Um, so just going through that whole process and, um, and, you know, when, you know, they announced and everything and, and certain people uh, felt led to come in, uh, to Texas as well and, and attend that, that school. Um, we weren't one of them. <laughs> we didn't feel anything about Texas then. Not initially. No. And, uh, we thought, oh, we'll come, come visit and all that. Um, and everything, but we didn't feel anything about a, a pull to Texas, you know, uh, jump to, oh, I don't know, probably the end, I would say late fall. It was September, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. it was September. Oh, okay. So maybe a little early fall. Um, we just started feeling this pull to this certain area of Texas. And I was like, hmm. well, actually to Texas. And, and then then it was specifically to this area, certain area in Texas. We're going to leave a little anonymity <laughs> where we're at, but for the, you know, online world. But um, anyway, uh, and it was so strange. That I, it, I, I think I, I felt it first. And then just little things that, you know, the, when those of you that have gone through this, probably know this, that the Lord will start giving you like signs and confirmation that he's, you know, what he's saying to you. And obviously you pray that too. Um, and you test things and all that. And, um, and then when, again, my husband's not a feeler like I am. And then he was saying something pretty soon after that, like there's something about that. Um, there's something in that, uh, I feel something about that area. And I said, yeah, I do too. And so, yeah. So then the two of us are coming together on that and really feeling that. And then it's just like, okay, we don't know what that looks like. We don't know a time frame. We don't know anything. We just know we feel this pull to come be part of this church that's being planted in this area that is connected to our, our pastors. Uh, they're connected to another campus and school connected to the, this church. Um, but this was a new campus they're planting. And, uh, so 
it just start. I mean, it was really just starting to, you know, just be in prayer about it and, and ask the Lord very specific things and say, Lord, what's this look like? You know, what's the timing? I mean, do you have a time for us? Do you have a, a, you know, and, and one night I was just laying in bed in, in, in um, quiet prayer because I didn't want to wake everyone up. And I was really asking the Lord very specific questions. Um, and I'd never really done that, but I haven't really prayed like that before. And I was literally saying, Lord, what's, you know, when, when are we going? Uh, when are you calling us out? Like, when are we going? And, and it was like every, and then when I would ask the question, I, I, I would sit for a minute and I literally, he responded and it was just literally like, we we're having a back and forth conversation. I've never had that. That's been only, I think I've really had that kind of interaction with the Lord like twice. And that was one of them. But I feel like there were so many crucial details that, that, I don't know. I mean, there was a reason why there, it was a, you know, timing and, you know, and uh, time sensitive. And, and I asked the Lord, are we going to like live, live in Texas? Are we completely going to be just like live there? And he said, no, but you'll be there for a season. Um, and we kind of, we don't really know. We kind of feel a few years. I think, I think initially, I think we felt a year initially, but then I think, in the beginning, we kind of felt the year, but then as as it got closer to coming down here, I think we felt kind of a shift in that that it was going to be longer, longer than that. We just didn't know, we don't know exactly when, yeah. so we figured a few years, probably minimum. Yeah, just because we 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 know we're on an assignment here, um, and we're uh, what the Lord spoke to my husband is that we're 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 to bear witness to something here and also this is like uh we say it's like a boot camp for us like a training ground for us um but we in in that we know that there there is a bigger picture here that that we are connected to and that is to see the city that we're from in washington state to see that city saved. We still have a heart for our city, but there's something about what God's doing in Texas specifically. Um, where we're at and where we're at, yeah. God is, is moving in, in such a mighty way here. It's very, very, it's just so special and beautiful. It's almost unexplainable. You almost have to experience it. Yeah. And those of you that are listening to this and are from Texas and certain areas of Texas, you'll know what we're talking about. But and other people even know too that you know know us and are connected you know to our church and stuff. But um, yeah, so we know. I mean, and we really felt that there there's just something that's happening here that we need to be a part of, and it's going to teach us a lot of things, and you know, and uh, really train us and equip us um, and ready us to to go back. You know, for you know for basically bring that back to our city. Um, and, and we're so excited for that. But um, so this whole thing, um, like we said, started in um, about September of 2021. Last year, yeah. Yeah. And um, and now uh, jump to uh, what the Lord actually spoke to us is that it was going to be in spring that we would come here and uh, – it actually ended up being the the day after the first day of spring. <laughs> we actually left our our, our mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. and drove, and we drove to Texas. We didn't fly, 
so that was fun. <laughs> we have never dr- driven as a family uh, across country like that. So that was, it was fun. It, it, we actually, it was pretty, pretty breezy. It wasn't, we didn't really, it wasn't very challenging. And um, so that was nice. And, um, and we didn't bring any of our, th- you know, we have all of our belongings and storage in our town. <laughs> we didn't bring anything with us, just our toiletries and our clothes. Well, and we could fit in our car. Yeah. And uh, that was it. And because that's really what I I kind of saw a flash vision. I'll get flash visions from, from time to time. And the Lord chose me something. And I literally just saw us leaving in our car uh, with nothing, like no trailer or no U-Haul or anything. And I was like, okay, there's a reason for that. <laughs> but um so I think also in this, we'll talk about, you know, that's, cons- I guess you would consider that what's called radical obedience to the Lord. And, you know, and obedience in general is, you know, obviously, a you know, a vast conversation, but radical obedience is, is a whole nother thing. And it doesn't look the same for everyone. You know, um, this is just, you know, what we choose. Our, our personal experience. Yeah. What we choose to do, uh, how we choose to live with the Lord and for him and you know our prayer is always his will be done not ours in our life and uh we you know mean that and even in this process i mean we've only been saved barely two years so that's actually from what we're told by people that have been in the church and been following the lord for a long long time that's a very rare thing you don't really see people that have been saved that soon uh live like that that in that way i guess uh, that just totally laid down their lives um, for the Lord. I mean, obviously we know that that does happen and we know, we know people that live like that too, but um, it's really interesting in this whole journey. And obviously we'll get into like our testimonies and, and more in depth of what the Lord brought us out of and, you know, not those stories, but they're, we'll probably dedicate an episode to my testimony and then Steven's testimony because they're quite lengthy and, give a lot of backstory and, and, you know, from our childhoods and stuff like that. And, uh, but just in us in this two year period, we literally feel like we've lived 10 years worth of stuff. The Lord has done so much. It's just been this crazy acceleration of things and just what we've learned already. And obviously we always know we're always learning and growing but this kind of thing is is a whole different this is this this is new territory we didn't even really know what that meant like radical obedience or living in that kind of obedience we didn't we just stepped out and knew like we don't want to be in disobedience to the lord that's a thing like we live our lives with a healthy fear of the lord like he's number one we want to please him more than we want to please man. But, you know, in that, you know, we, I think you don't really know what it looks like because it's new territory. You've never done it before. And this is also part of this podcast. Uh, the heart of this podcast is to really talk about just the reality of, of what this looks like to live the devoted life, to live, a life laid down because uh, I don't really think people really have conversations about some of the reality and it's not all, you know, rainbows and 
butterflies. You know, it's hard. And well, and the, and the Bible tells us it's going to be hard. It never promises it's going to be easy. Um, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it, I guess. Well, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of things that, you know, that people talk about on a regular basis, but then there's also things that don't, that aren't really discussed too much. And so it was kind of new territory for us because we didn't really know anybody that had experienced some of the same things that we were dealing with. Some of the things we dealt with coming down here because, you know, families, families don't understand if they're, if you're not saved, you don't understand what radical obedience is and obedience to God. They don't understand that concept. Um, They struggle with understanding that no matter how hard you try to explain that to them. So it was one of those things that this doesn't really seem like it's talked about that much is, the other thing, the other things outside of your faith that you have to talk talk about or that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and it's I think when you start the process of like you know, the Lord has spoke this to you, and you're starting to get a timeline. You're starting to get basically instruction from the Lord about what this looks like and and what He's, you know saying about it and then starts the process of you telling your friends and your family um and and just telling them you know what you're gonna do and 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 all that and um and uh you know and, and and especially if you're you've got family that really aren't believers really walking with the lord that's a whole nother ball game so <laughs> because a whole, a whole other set of, it, it really is it, yeah. it's because they i just don't think they really understand the general stuff and then when you're getting into things that are deeper like obedience and and, and following lo- the lord and um they i think they just it's almost it is almost like you're speaking another language to them you, you really have to kind of simplify it, I guess. I mean, not like you're not speaking honestly about why you're doing it because we did, but you almost just kind of simplify it because I don't think some of it just doesn't compute. And then we we got really weird, like we would have family members just say odd things like. Right. Yeah. You, could, had, you, yeah. Had, you had a few, you had a few that they were pretty strange. I mean, I don't think I had initially anybody. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. On my side of the family, that really yeah, said anything. Yeah. I mean, they were, for the most part, supportive. At least they it seemed yeah. that it seemed that way, and they were happy for me. But you had a few family members on your side that, yeah. Again, it's just they're they're from their level of perception. They just could not understand no. why we were doing what we were doing, and they just they just couldn't wrap their mind around what that what that meant, no. what that looked like. Mm-mm. And I mean, and you can give a few examples of what that's like. Well, and I mean, overall, it was positive. Right. It wasn't, no one was overtly negative about it, no. but it was just, again, the odd comments I think are from a lack of not understanding. Right. Just, I think it's, they, just, they just, it's just ignorance of, it is of, 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 of obedience or what that, what that means. Is. Cause I think, yeah, well, I think the worldly idea when you, when you talk about obedience, I think from a worldly perspective, they, they look at that as a bad thing. Like it's almost like, Oh, you're obedient. Like you're a slave. And that's mm-hmm. from a worldly perception. That's what I think. That's what they think. Maybe it's yeah. like, oh, you're going, you're obedient, and you're like you're in a cult or something, you know. Yeah. But so, well, I mean, but kingdom obedience is a lot different than worldly obedience. So, and I think that was they didn't understand the difference between the two. No, and and again, we we have grace with people because we know that not everyone understands what that means and what that looks like. But it is a little shocking, you know, right when without people over, <laughs> they're not coming out and like literally saying it, they're, but they're basically like talking to you. Like they're concerned, like you're in a cold, 
like literally. That's kind of what. And it, it was like, like it's yeah, somewhat like a, in a condescending tone or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's kind of how it's how it feels. Yeah, so that was interesting, and again, I have grace with them and with my family members that you know didn't understand. But you know, and and Stephen and I had a really interesting conversation about this, and and sometimes you know, in, in your, in your quiet private moments, you do have moments where you get a little righteous anger that, that kind of comes up in you. And, and you remember, like I was saying, and again, this is just about, you know, having these really real and honest conversations about things that I was saying to Steven, I said, and this is also how, you know, that like the Bible says, we do not battle against flesh and blood. We got, got, you know, we battle against spirits, you know, it's so true. And if you didn't believe that before you would believe it going through this process because the, the behaviors and the, the weird things that just came out of nowhere literally didn't make sense in the natural. And you're like, you know, it's because unfortunately things can operate in other people's lives and, and the devil's big mad that you're Mm -hmm. walking and obeying the Lord and, and, you know, and you're taking territory well, from him. Yeah, well, you the, know. the devil will use family members unbeknownst to them that they're even being used to try to discourage you. You know, the devil don't want you stepping out in faith and doing no. anything for God. So, no. of course, he's upset and he's going to use everything at his disposal to try to derail that. Yeah, it's true. Um, and so back to saying the conversation we had was... I, I, you know, I had a moment where I was very frustrated and I said, why is it that when I was a functional alcoholic, no one said anything to me? No one had any concerns about no that. One. No I one. I mean, no one. No, 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 no one was person. trying to intervene. Nope. No one was trying to say, you know, I think this is getting a little out of hand. You know, no one had concern. Right. At all. Like zero. Yeah, zero. I never had a conversation with any of my family No one ever approached me, nothing. But the minute I get saved and I lay my life down for the Lord, oh, oh, everyone's concerned. Everyone's got a concern. They're concerned. They're worried. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What's weird because, you know, you're, you're, like you said, you had a a drinking problem and no one was concerned about that. But then again, you you lay down your life and you're happier, more well-adjusted. You don't have depression. You don't have, you had agoraphobia. Yeah. You, all that stuff was gone. You were a better, a happier person, a better version of how God made you. And, um, and to hear people that bothered people mm-hmm. that you were, that you gave your life to God, but then when you're a functional alcoholic, no one cared at all. It's, it's a really weird thing to wrap your mind around how people, how people think like that. It's just, it's mm-hmm. really weird. It is. And, and even when we do have, like I said, our moments where we're frustrated and, and we feel, you know, that righteous anger come, um, we obviously, we still pray for people and we, we're not holding unforgiveness or anything like that. And we have grace with people, but it's, it is like real those real situations, real conversations, you know, that you can have and say, what, and that's again, going back to saying, if you didn't believe in, in the spiritual aspect of stuff, yeah. you would believe it now because literally it doesn't make sense. No, it literally no. is like, nope. it's, it's Looneyville. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we've had to sit so many times go like, what is happening right like now? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. But, um, 
And I, and we all say, I mean, and now, you know, even if the process is challenging and, and difficult that we say, you know, if you're doing, you know, you're going along your way and you're not facing any adversity or pushback, yeah. maybe something's off because yeah. you're getting that adversity and that pushback because the enemy's mad. You yeah. know, you're on the right path. Right. And I've said, I've said before, we've had this yeah. conversation where I said, I think I've had this uh, com- uh, conversation with other people too about, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not facing, if, you're, if everything's going great, and it's not something that's a bad thing, but no, right. if you're not facing any adversity as a believer, um, any at all, um, yeah. there's something wrong there. And, you know, even when you're going through those things, it, it can be, it can be tough. It's, it's not always fun, but growth doesn't have for happen when you're comfortable, you know, it happens in the, when you're uncomfortable, yeah. that's how you know you're growing. Yeah. And really honestly, what we should do as believers when we're walking like that, we're facing that adversity is wear that like a badge of honor, you know, you're doing something right. And, and devil's big mad mm-hmm. because he knows what you're going to do. And so he, you're going to, you're going to get attacked. I mean, you just be prepared for it. Yeah. Wear it like a badge of honor. That's what I would do. Yeah. And, and we, you know, and we also, uh, you know, we, I think, and also that's another thing we were talking about is that about this podcast is that, you know, I think you can expect, you know, when, when you give your life to the Lord, when you, you know, you know, decide you're going to do that and, you know, start that process that I think a, a lot of people do say that, you know, that they'll tell you, I'll be, prepared for the spiritual warfare that will come because now you're not on the losing side anymore. You're on the winning side. So, well, any, any good pastor or good person in leadership should tell you those things. Yeah. I mean, they really should. If they don't tell you, they're doing you a huge disservice. Yeah. Because I mean, you go in blind and, and I know that we've, we, you, we talked to your, um, your sister about it. And she said, yeah, they kind of mentioned it at her church, but they didn't really go into in depth. And then, you know, when she, yeah, she was going through that process where she kind of recommitted her life Mm -hmm. and, and then she, it literally was a different thing. She said, she's like, what is going on? And And we were like, right. And she had no idea how how to deal with it. So she was calling us and, you know, I think that's where I've, what I've talked about before. We, I think we do people a huge disservice when maybe as leaders or, if you're a pastor and you tell, and you don't tell people in many cases, your life, you know, giving your life to the Lord, getting delivered, whatever it is, your, whatever step you're going through that in many ways, your life will get easier. Of course it will. I mean, our lives got easier in a lot of ways, you know, no depression. We didn't have, you know, it, you didn't have the drinking. Um, there's a lot of things that, that go away. I didn't have, I had anger issues most of my life. You know, and that, and that was just, it was just gone. It was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and it truly felt that way. But in a lot of ways, your life can get harder too. And they don't, we don't tell people that Mm -hmm. they don't, nobody talks about spiritual warfare. I mean, there are churches that do, there's a lot of good churches out there, but you have to find them and you have to really know. um, Well, I'm thankful that we have a lot of online resources right. uh, that we can find out about that stuff. Cause that happened with us. I mean, thank yeah. the Lord. He led us to a church right. that believed in the fivefold ministry well, that walked in that, that, that talked openly about right. those things. So we are already in that atmosphere, which was very just 
that was such a God thing of that was the place he led us to. Right. We're very blessed to the first church after us getting signed to commit our lives to, to give our lives to God. The first church we were in was a godsend. It was totally a God thing because we could have ended, you could have ended up anywhere. And there, there are a lot of dead churches out there, unfortunately. And it's unfortunate, but they do exist. And there's a lot of good churches out there. Um, And we ended up in a very good one. And we're very thankful that we, our first experiences as new believers, that's where we ended up. Because we probably wouldn't be as far as we are today if we hadn't been no. at that church. No, it was it Not was so it was God's hand was just all over that. Yep. Um, you just yeah, the timing and just that I don't know. It just it just really does make you see God's hand, you know, in moments like that. That it's so purposeful and there's a reason, you know, behind the timing of things and His timing is perfect and and just so many other things, but. Aside from that, we, you know, we we were finding that the Lord was just bringing things to us in the way of like media, videos, and mm-hmm. things that we were not looking for. We really weren't versed on right. some of the stuff. We weren't educated on it. We had no idea, and that literally this stuff is just finding us. And you right. know that that's a God thing. He's He's mm-hmm. bringing it to you, and there was just such an emphasis on learning about spiritual warfare and, and and things like that. And, and really understanding that, because I think if you don't understand that, you, you know, then you don't know what really, I mean, there's a way to also, you know, pray effectively, you know, in, 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 uh, against things as well as for things. Right. Um, and I think sometimes that's missed. Um, which I think it's becoming more and more known um, nowadays, which right. I thank the Lord for that. But unfortunately, there's still even division in that in the body of Christ where some people don't yeah. really, I mean, they're just kind of on the other side of that. But, but like I said, we're so grateful that, you know, we were in an atmosphere and a church that did talk about those things and, and, and so that helped. We could actually have conversations and dialogue about some of these things and people wouldn't think we're crazy or something, right, you know, right, yeah. you know, people could actually relate. And so that was a, a good thing. Well, um, like you said, we found a lot of good online resources that we just were just in front of us. We just yeah. it conveniently was just right there. It came across it. And I was probably God's like, Hey, watch this, watch this. Yeah. And, and we can, name drop a few people, I guess, if we want to let people know for a good, really good resource, kind of where we started out at and where we learned a lot of things and more than just spiritual warfare. I mean, they're just very knowledgeable men of God. Yes. I mean, in every, every as- aspect, in every aspect, not yeah, just not spiritual just warfare. So they're just good yeah. resources. And we'll- they are. Yeah. Um, well, the first person that we ever did find um, was Isaiah Saldivar. And you mm-hmm. can find him on YouTube. He's absolutely just his yeah. online ministry is absolutely yeah. exploded, and um, yeah. and he is just he is on fire. And his testimony is amazing. I mean, he went from an atheist to a revivalist <laughs> in yeah, an yeah. altar call. Yeah, like, I highly recommend checking out Isaiah Salvador and checking out his uh, his testimony. It was really powerful. I mean, it's yeah. I always like to see hear people's testimonies because it's just interesting. I like to see where God. Like he was an atheist and, and it was more, much more than that. It's just something you'd have to go and listen Watch, to, yeah. but to, what God will take someone like that and what he will use them for. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a uh, Alexander Pagani, which I guess it's apostle Pagani now. Yes. He's an apostle. Yeah. yeah. 
amazing yeah. man of he's God. out of the bronx in bronx, deliverance powerhouse yes he is i mean yeah. we we have i highly recommend his book the secrets to deliverance yeah. extremely um, knowledgeable in all aspects yeah. of ministry i mean in yeah. deep deep yeah i'm talking the deep same revelation well and this isn't kitty pool stuff this is deep. I mean, he gets you in the deep end yeah. and like i said when we talk about how god brought things to us and and we knew it was also you know the holy spirit helping us learn because some of these things were so beyond as brand new baby Christians that we, we should not have even been able to comprehend or retain or really right. understand. It's pretty, deep. it's pretty deep stuff. And the yeah. fact that we could watch his stuff and keep up and go, yep, yep. I mean, it was just, and you knew it was a supernatural mm-hmm. thing. Like Holy Spirit was right. giving you that ability in that moment. And I, that, the, and we have a lot of instances like that where we feel like it was just like a cram session like in that first year all we did is just it was like a lot of cons- like learning 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 yeah. just like reading and obviously the word yeah. you know that too um but it was also and it wasn't just and i i say this too that was so key it wasn't just on sundays it was like all every other day of the week mm-hmm. we were watching something listening to something reading something yeah just you know, um, soak up as much information as possible could yeah. Learning everything we could. I mean, it, and like uh, a sponge, basically. I right, mean, and and obviously, and you know, reading the word and having the yeah. word lead us in that, because obviously, the word is number one. But in 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 a lot of these videos too, and these things, they they do um, have lots and lots of scripture. Oh, they go into scripture that they reference, yeah, and yeah. and they and they kind yeah. of dive into that, and so it it so you even learn scripture. In, in a lot of those and understand maybe a verse and the context and a deeper revelation deeper of revelation, it. And, yeah. yeah. So it's really good. Um, then who else is there? There was, um, there's a Vlad Savchuk from hungry uh, generation, hungry, hungry generation. Amazing. I randomly found that on yeah. a YouTube. I was like, what is this place? And we found out it was close to where we, it was, so we actually went to, yeah, to his church. Yeah. yeah. And in Washington state. And I was like, wait, I was like, this church is on in our state. I was right. like, what is that? I found their videos on YouTube. Right. And I was like, what is this place? I was like, what? And I was like, they do that. Oh my gosh. They've been around for 10 years. Like I couldn't even believe right. it. So that was awesome. And they're just, they're having revival over there, man. I mean, it's, it's awesome. That's yeah, great. Um, Mike Signorelli. Um, oh, yeah, Mike he's Signorelli, another, yeah. he's in long Island. Uh-huh. He's, he's so good. Um, and then some of the older, you know, well, old, the, well there's uh, also guys. Daniel Adams. Oh, Daniel Adams. Yeah. He's amazing. that guy's always on the road. He's every, just, every time I see he's him post on social media, he's in a different city yeah. uh, and we've preaching seen, and yeah. praying over people. I mean, he's it's good. just great to see somebody like that just fully committed. Just he's, yeah. he's all over the country. I mean, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, guys, I don't think he ever, I don't think a guy ever takes a day off. Yeah. <laughs> guy's like a workhorse is, <laughs> for God. Um, and then some of the old school people that we, just that were just generals of the faith. Yeah, Derek Prince. Yeah, and Les Derek Prince is a big one for me. I, I read a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he's I, I so mean, good, and he just is so good in all. So much. He, he wrote of, so much stuff, and it's like it's yeah. It'll, it'll take you a long time to go through his stuff, but there's, he has a lot of videos that his ministry is still in, in existence and has it on YouTube. You can watch a lot of the videos, yeah. and but he has a lot of books, and I highly recommend Derek Prince. And then there's. Lester Summerall. Lester Summerall, mm-hmm. yeah. He's so good. I mean, good. and again, you hear these, again, these stories of, of what God did in their life. And, and like I said, they're they're like generals of the faith. I mean, mm-hmm. this was way, way back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it just, it's, 
I don't know. It, it just stirs, yeah. stirs and there's, you. Well, and there's many more out there, but that's, that's a yeah. good starting point. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll, you'll find others too, because there are many more. I, I mean, I could say your name yeah. and probably 10 more, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so we, like I said, we, we left in March, March 21st was the day mm-hmm. we left. Yeah. And, you know, I think also something that we do as humans is we have a tendency to build things up in our mind and how we think things are going to look. Mm-hmm. And again, not like that's a, it's really not a bad thing. And especially it's just the human condition. It is. Know. And if you're trying to be, you know, you're like being optimistic or excited mm-hmm. or whatever, like there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we even have to be careful of that and keep that in check. Um, because boy, oh boy, we, we just, we found when we got here, now Texas has been so lovely to us. Texas has been great. Yeah. But I mean, it's hot. It's hot. (laughs) It's definitely a lot hotter. Goodness. It's hot. Um, but it's, it really was like us. I think, um, I, I don't know, like just having a, a, just a built up idea right. of what this process was going to be like. And, you know, and when that doesn't happen, it, then you're, you're left like let down and frustrated. Discouraged maybe. Right. Yeah. And, and then, but then you, you get in your quiet time with the Lord and, and you're, okay. and, and you're in, you know, you're saying, what about, what's this? And what's, and then he's kind of, you know, our, like our, I never said that. I know <laughs> he's so patient with us. He's so patient. Yeah. And, you know, he's just going, tell you that that's not what i thought i I never said that (laughs) but it's um you know and and i think that was probably the biggest learning lesson is that just kind of be careful of of doing that Mm -hmm. because i think honestly that's where our frustration and some of our stuff came in is because we had this idea mm-hmm. because the yeah. Lord never spoke anything like that. No. He didn't really say, I mean, he didn't tell us it was going to look like this or like that. It was just right. stepping out and doing it right. um, and walking it out. But, um, and so once you get past that, I mean, that, that, you know, that was, that was a little challenging, but, and again, just like other things that you didn't anticipate, you know, like mm-hmm. our apartment, it took, it, it was like, really hard to find anything before June. Right. The for availabilities in our area. Yeah, so we basically had what a month and a half, almost two months. Yeah, of trying to figure and we did not prepare we were not expecting that at all. We did not know that about this area. Like we had no I clue. Think it was just the time, yeah. And again, we're just again thankful for the connections that we had, you know, um from our previous church. Some people right. a family had moved here in December. And and they were an hour and a half away from the area we were going to be in, but they were so amazing and gracious and opened their home for us to stay there. Until our apartment got yeah, yeah. So we stayed with them for a month, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that was just such a, a, a God thing. And, and then, and even in that, those times like God has work for you to do. Right. Yeah. And we didn't know, uh, you know, God didn't clue us in <laughs> on that, but we had work, you know, we, 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 we helped people you know, in prayer and, and things and, and, um, right. and all that while we were there. And so we, we got to do God's work, you know, in, in that waiting period. And then, um, and then, like I said, after that, um, you know, getting into our apartment and, 
and in the area we live in. I mean, just there's so many things that are just such a blessing and such a God thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know God, you'll definitely, uh, you definitely will learn patience. Mm-hmm. I mean, as hard as that is, you know, cause I can attest to that, that I'm a very impatient person. My wife will confirm that. Well, and I am too. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I can honestly say that I, I feel like I'm a lot better than I used to be. Yeah. Um, so having patience is definitely important as well because yeah. it's God's time, not ours. And so you have to remember that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, so I think, and then, you know, even, even when you, you go through things that, you know, the process to start with, you know, is, is new, it's brand new territory. It, it's, it's scary. It, it can be challenging. Um, you can't really anticipate everything. And I think the thing is, is, that we the our pastor gave a sermon uh, a few weeks ago now, and he said something about that faith is about um, when you when you walk in faith, it's not about certainty, it's about clarity. Right. And I think that again, we as human beings are constantly searching for that certainty. Right. Yeah. And and we're never going to get that because no. God's not, because if you have the certainty, that's not faith then. You're yeah. not walking in faith. No, if you always know what's going to happen, there's no right. faith involved in that. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you wouldn't need faith if you always knew what was going to happen. Right. So, you know, like I said, just in that process that, you know, really stepping out in, in, in faith like that was, was brand new for us. And, and, you know, and just the practical side, you know, just, leaving everything we've known ever yeah. our comfort zone, really um, our kids, our grandkids, we had a new, our, our grandson had our youngest grandson had just turned six months. Mm-hmm. Um, that was trust and believe, you know, that it's, it's a God thing and, and you are obeying God because mm-hmm. you in your flesh would never choose to do those. I would things. have never left. No, if it was me. And, and as much as Texas has been lovely, we wouldn't have chosen Texas. <laughs> No, probably not. I mean, if I had to live any place, I tell her, I was like, "Hey, Texas has been great. great to visit, but I don't think I would have ever picked it to live necessarily." No, no. I mean, again, like my wife said, it's been it's been amazing since we've been here. I mean, we found a, a, a nice place to live and found a, a great job with a great company, and um, we love our church. And yeah, but again, you but and so, like I said, the practical side. In, 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 you know, in the things that you are having to basically lay down. And we felt, you know, even in those moments, you know, it was a prophetic act of like laying our family at right. the feet of Jesus yeah. and yeah. saying, we trust you, yeah. Lord. We know we don't have to be here for you to right. do the work you're going to do in their life. We you had know, to hand that stuff to him. Yeah. yeah. And that was hard, you know, because sometimes, you know, and it's, it, we'll probably get, you know, into this more in depth in another episode, but, you know, about, you know, idolatry in your life mm-hmm. it, that p- people only think that looks like a certain way, but you right. can actually make your children an idol. You can make your grandchildren right. an idol. Like you can make things and people in people your life idols. idols. Yeah, and, and I think, and again, not like it's a, like you're trying or like aware of it or, you know, it's, it's a like a negative, but it, it, it's not great, you know, right. if they're hot, the highest thing and, right. and, you know, and we always obviously living this life, yeah. God's the highest thing, you know, because without him, we have 
nothing. We don't have life. We don't have. We'd have none of those things without no. him. So right. So um, that's just the the way you know it it it, it is going to be you know for us and our household. Um, but it's it's interesting when you do start that process. And, and at first, you know, you're excited and you have this anticipation and then it's fine. But when it actually is real is when you actually, like the day you leave, when you're actually starting mm-hmm. it. And it was fine, you know, for like, I would say the first few weeks. And then things just went left. And and that's where you start to see right the warfare come. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, I mean, we're talking after we got one here. thing after, after we, another once we after got another. Here, I think is yeah. when it when it when it hit. Yeah. Shortly. It wasn't too we hadn't been here very long, mm-hmm. but about, about three a, weeks, yeah. If that. I don't think it was yeah. that long, but yeah. It was very soon. Yeah. yeah. And then and then again, but then God even in those moments, he comes in and you know, he redeems things for you and and he, you know, well, you just, you you know, he, he answers, you know, your need mm-hmm. and, and, and what's going on, which he did that every time. And there's never a time that he left us or let it, you know, he, he never um, will let us down. Like he, he just doesn't, he's just such a faithful God. Um, that's just who he is, but it doesn't mean like, again, the process, it doesn't mean it was, rainbows and sunshine and you know it wasn't that at all Mm-mm. it was hard right. and Absolutely. it was it was it was a lot of it, the thing is is you don't realize the areas you need to grow in until you're in something hard i think right, right. you don't see that when you're in your comfort zone no. that's you why know? i always say growth never happens in the comfort zone it really doesn't no. it's true it, it does not no if you're comfortable, if you're, if you're super comfortable and you're just going about your daily life, you probably aren't growing. No. And, you know, things that were surprising to us revealed to us, you know, about ourselves, about relationships, about mm-hmm. just hearts, tr- you know, the hearts of people intention, like all of yep. these things that like God, he revealed, he, you know, he just, it was a, it was really a big revealing and it was about an awakening and it, well, it really, it was. really was like a it wake really up, was. like, whoa, like almost like he shows you, you know, he reveals things mm-hmm. and he shows you. And then also about yourself, about areas, you know, that you thought you were good mm-hmm. or you thought you were fine. And then he's like, no, you still have this and this, you know, and again, and you don't realize it until you start going through something challenging. Well, it really, I can honestly say for me, it really does test your faith. It, does. it absolutely does. Yeah. It is hard. And I mean, that's the best thing I can say about it. Is it it's, it was a definitely a test of faith. Yeah. It really was. And we were already here. Yeah. And we had faith. We stepped out in faith and came here. And then yeah. it's like, it was, it was even a bigger test after we got here. Right. And then it's and like then, the test was, was after we got here, not yeah. the going here. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then, and like we say, you know, if you don't get any, you know, you're not getting any warfare or any, any resistance, then obviously there might be something a little off there, but, um, and that's obviously that's a, and we're not saying like your life is all warfare, oh, but no, absolutely not because it, it's not, but it's a reality. It is a reality because right. we are constantly in a spiritual battle. We are, right. we, it's just true. 
That's just the truth. And, and I'll, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll pepper this in just, I'll say even, even in our personal life and our personal experience and our journey that we saw that we saw how prevalent that was, that we knew that things were not making sense in the natural. We're like, this is just, this is so spiritual. This is kingdom of darkness against the kingdom of light. It's so true. It was so crazy. It just, that's the only explanation there could be for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and then there'll be, there will be like instances and this is just in general, and this happened to us, you know, before we moved and obviously happened to us how you're, you're constantly reminded that, that you're battling against spiritual stuff mm-hmm. and that it's, it's a constant, right. um, is when you're just out and about doing your thing and someone split second manifests in front of you. And you're just like the way they look at you, the way just something will happen. And it's so quick, but it's almost like whatever's operating in that person knows what you carry. And, mm-hmm. and like that comes for like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever spirit that is comes forward for just, and it's so quick too, because you're looking and, and, and it's, it's like you feel it before you see it, which is really interesting. That's an interesting thing. And then, and I'll be like, cause I don't always assume like Steven's seeing, like looking in the same direction I am or noticing what I saw. And, and I'm like, did you, I was like, uh, I was like, did you just see that? He's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and again, I'm not laughing cause it's not funny. It's sad. It's sad in those moments. And you, you feel like your, your, your heart breaks for that person that they're in that, um, you know, they, they have bondage like that, that, um, and so, but it's, it's, it's always like when, when you, you're, you're just doing your thing, like you're just going to the grocery store or something. And like I said, and then just things, weird things like that will happen. You're like, well, that's interesting. So it's a, definitely a supernatural thing for sure. Um, but all in all, I think we did learn, um, that it's, it is patience, understanding that God's timing is Mm -hmm. not our timing. Mm -hmm. Um, trust is another one, trusting his plan Yeah, and really just trusting that the Lord is true to his word and he is who he says he is. And, and really it just not in that stepping out in faith, but also trusting Right. You know, in that process. Right. Because sometimes but, you can kind of feel like, I don't Well, know. I think we need to, when you talk about the trusting, I think we need to trust that God will reveal the next step when he feels you're ready for that. Because yeah. like I was talking to someone earlier today about, you know, if he reveals everything all at once, you know, we, we, we as humans, you know, we're, we're going to we'll mess it up. Yeah. You know, we'll mess it up every single time. Then that's, yeah. and God knows that. And so he's not going to reveal everything. He reveals yeah. things in pieces as I think he, as he feels you're ready for that next step. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and even in the process too, God, like I said, we said, you know, he can reveal things, you know, about us and or ourselves. And then for me, he actually, delivered me for some more stuff that I didn't know I had right. that it just, there was something about, I don't know. It just, the timing yeah. was, it was God's timing for that. He was like, okay, now, right. now's the time. And, and I was so surprised and, and shocked when he showed me what he showed me. And mm-hmm. I was, I, cause I really thought I had 
like you had let what, go. Of those yeah, things, I thought right? it was it was I was over it. I was good, and and right. he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, okay. And so God took me through that process, and and I'm so grateful that it's constantly a process. Well, I think the one of the uh, some of the people don't talk about is you know when you t- when you're talking about deliverance or getting free of things, you know, you have you know we're you know both late forties, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you know, we've been saved two years. So you got, you know, 30, you know, 40 years worth of mm-hmm. baggage you're carrying around. Right. Yeah. You know, that, ain't, that doesn't, that doesn't just go bye-bye as soon as, you know, someone says, yeah, some, you know, as soon as you snap your fingers, like it's, it's a magic trick or something. Sometimes yeah. it's a process and it has been a process. Yeah. Anybody that tells you otherwise is, yeah. is not is not helping it's you. rarely a one and done no when you're going through not. either i mean there there, I mean, there are probably rare cases where that's the yeah. case you know if it's somebody that's yeah. young and there really hasn't right but if you've got saved later in life and you have a lot of yeah. you know like we both have trauma from childhood and things that happened to us and we'll get into that later in, during, our, testimony in our testimony videos, video yeah. in testimony podcast mm-hmm. when we do those and we'll let everybody know what episode that's going to be but yeah um so um but yeah, so it's, it's always, it's just, it's even in, in this, like we talked about learning and growing and, and all that. And, and, and I love that it's also even can be healing too, right? that you didn't even right. know yeah. that you needed. And, and God's yeah, like, okay, absolutely. now, now this is the time for this where, cause again, it's been two years and I, I was like, what? I was like, I didn't, I didn't know I had that. But I'm just thankful that he never, he never stops that, mm-hmm. that work in right. us. It's a constant thing. And, and that I, we always say, you know, if you're bored being a Christian, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you are. Because it's exciting. It's a supernatural life. Yeah. We live. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and there's always something. Right. I mean, always. Um, yeah. And, and actually that'll lead me uh, that next week's podcast, um, we'll actually go more into supernatural experiences we've had, yeah. you know, in our life and, yeah. and, and in our walk thus far. Um, and we'll, we'll get into just uh, maybe we'll talk about some visions and dreams and things. Yeah. That I think some of the, the visions and dreams would be, it would be some interesting ones to share. We've had some pretty powerful ones. So I think it'd yeah. be interesting to be able to share that. And so. prophetic words and also right. things that the Lord shows you. And then when you see it actually, uh, come to pass. That's, right. that's a trip when you've never known, understood that right. your whole, and then you're, it's, you're new to that. Right. And then you're like, Oh, that's what that was. Right. And then you see it coming. That's a, that's something right. that does something yeah. that, that stirs your faith. Too. Right. It absolutely does. But, um, so, but yeah, I think, I think we're, we're going to wrap it up yep. and got everything. yeah. Um, but this was so fun and we're so excited mm-hmm to to be doing this and we we thank you for those of you tuned in and listened we thank you uh for you being here with us and like i said uh we'll um we'll talk about supernatural things next week and then we'll be sharing our testimonies pretty soon um but we'll dedicate an episode for mine and then for steven's um, because they're pretty lengthy and and all that kind of what the lord brought us out of and things but but again, but we are so thankful for all of our listeners and we love you all and we hope you all have a blessed week and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.